0: Oh yeah, I like the sound of that, and I know that you're going to like the sound of it, too. This is The Manny Wolf Show, where I pull no punches, I don't hold back in my conversations with some of the most interesting minds on the planet. So, put us in your ear, turn the volume up, and hang on for another episode. Hello and welcome back to another episode of The Manny Wolf Show. The promise to you is great conversations with uh, great minds. Good conversations with great minds. That's the promise. I can't guarantee that I can carry the water all the way from the river, but I can guarantee that my guests can give you good stuff. So today I have with me my friend Adila Marzi. How are you, man? Hey, brother. It's good to be here. Thank you so much for having me. It's good to have you, man. It's good to have you. And uh, as the title suggested, we're going to talk about Persuasion a little bit. We're going to probably, it's going to go to self-defense. Probably. And uh, and I'm going to talk about how you, from time to time, look like Frank Zappa. <laughs>
1: Which Again, I did not realize I did, but now I know I'm probably going to be rocking that a little bit more. Yeah.
0: Yeah. He, uh, he you know, he made that handlebar mustache and and thick soul patch popular at least as far as i'm concerned he did
1: i think he did
0: i think i might have riffed on his style without knowing it yeah and since then you're the guy who wears it the best so welcome aboard thank you so much for having me absolutely man um how's the persuasion business
1: uh it's persuading you know just keep on persuading (laughs) no i'm kidding the persuasion business is good man it's good right now it's kind of in a weird place yeah it's in a very weird place because people are shifting ever so slightly and it's incredible tell me about that well, right now, if you really look at it, it depends on what level we go to. Like on the surface level, people are actually shifting their perceptions of what they thought was possible before.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: So they're looking at how do we sell without being in person. So that's like a, they're looking at like how we do persuasion, which is through phone right. calls, Zoom meetings, copy. And then on the esoteric lower level. It's mm-hmm. interesting to see the powers that be play the games they play and see how the system and the people are rebelling at the same time. And it's just like totally it, it's 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 genuinely yeah. a, I don't know. Am I allowed to swear on the show? I can't yeah, remember. you are. <laughs> yeah, it's a mind fuck. It is a <laughs> legit mind fuck.
0: It is. Um, and by the way, just to clarify, uh, he said things are sh- people are shifting with an F. Yes. Yes. Shifting,
1: <laughs> not because,
0: shifting, because <laughs> because, because yeah, it looks to me like bad. a lot of them are leaving the f out. <laughs> <You know? laughs>
1: they are too. You know, a lot of people are shitting themselves. But yeah, I gotta yeah. admit the the biggest thing I found with persuasion right now, it's interesting to see from my perspective, yeah. from a thirty thousand foot view, the media is now more openly and clearly the biggest persuasion machine than ever before. Like right. before it hid behind right. news and facts yeah. and all these guys, yeah. it is naked. We support this.
0: I think there was, uh, it was. I think it was George Carlin yeah. who was talking about the media. And this was, this was back when George Carlin was alive and in his prime. 91, 91, and, yeah. Yeah, this is he said, uh it used to be that the media tried to pretend they were a reputable establishment, and now their bias and their shameless fear-mongering is just as obvious as two dogs fucking in the street.
1: Oh God, if that was that back then, I wonder what it is now because it's even, even... It's like a dog what, orgy you, now. I was going to say, is it two dogs having sex with no condoms? Is that what's happening right <laughs> now? We just got to that point where there's no protection.
0: Yeah, no, no. They've they've called in re, re, uh, reinforcements It's now, and now it's a multiple dog. Uh, <laughs> we've got a multiple dog situation here. Um, I know exactly what you mean and sometimes I will open up my news app which I know full well is is, is it should be called a propaganda app,
1: pretty much. Uh, and
0: guys, if you're watching this, this is not. We're not here to chop up conspiracy theories. Not in the slightest. No. But it there is a modicum of critical thinking missing today, which is why uh, people can be pushed so easily from one side to another. No, I take that back. Pushed further to their side. You can't push anybody from one side to another. Which actually, that's interesting. Are you a
1: student of Cialdini? Oh, huge fan of Cialdini. I figured I think, you probably yeah. were. I've got some of his books in the background. like mm-hmm. You can see Pre-Suasion like right there.
0: Well, so- pre is the one I wanted to talk about. Because I will never forget the distinction he makes in that book. He says, people think, the uninformed think that the media is trying to tell you what to think. You've seen this over and over again, this idea, right? That like the media is trying to tell us what to think. Chaudhary argues the media knows good and well they can't tell you what to think. There's no, there's no industry or organization or or or, or sort of uh, uh, there's nowhere on the planet that knows you can't change someone's mind more completely than the media. But what the media does, and this is where it's insidious, is they tell you what to think about, right? And that's it. It's a one word distinction, but it's a whole new thing. Because, and Cialdini breaks this down. He talks about the, um, I don't remember which bias it is. I feel like it's the, it's, I could be wrong here, but it's like the mere proximity bias or something. Yeah. Um, there, there's all the research in the world that proves that we tend to give credence to what is front and center in our consciousness. We tend to think of it as more real, yep. and so what the media does, which you and I can see so clearly right now, is they're telling you what to think about, knowing, yeah, knowing that it you'll give it, you'll ascribe it more weight. Yeah. So, so tell me about your experience um, as you watch the the dog in the street party that is the media right now. Like, what are you seeing?
1: You know what? It's the craziest thing right now because there is – you're so obviously true because if you look at what – it's the old thing with Tony Robbins. Repetition is the mother of all skill. Yeah. How and what are they keeping at the front and center of your brain 24 hours a day? Yeah. That's the thing. And by the way, as you said earlier, I want everyone to realize this. We're not talking conspiracy. I want to show you – this is a – This is one of the greatest gifts that I was ever given by uh, John Carlton. And John Carlton said this uh, on a training. He said, when you go through what I'm about to share with you as a copywriter, you will never be able to go back to the point where you can enjoy TV Right. Movies and books without looking underneath and wanting to peek underneath the, you know, behind the curtain. You didn't beforehand, you were happy to not look behind the curtain. Maybe you were maybe I wasn't. I was always a conspiracy kid, but like looking behind that curtain and then seeing the patterns how people play out
0: Mm -hmm.
1: from my perspective, it's it's incredible to watch because you see people and what I'm finding is um they're incredible at keeping you on point. It's, and I, I yeah, joke yeah. about this, but Bill Burr said it best. The media, oh, he didn't say this part, but it's it's off his joke, which is um, the media argues like women. And the reason is because if a woman is right, she will keep you on point until you're basically broken down. If yeah. she is wrong, they will change the point until they, basically you forgot what you were arguing about. And that's <laughs> what the media is. Think about it. If it's their fault, oh, like my... we screwed up, they'll be like, no, 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 no. Let me show you 10 other things that are like messed yeah. up right now. Yeah. But if they want something, they're going to play at time all the time.
0: Yeah. They'll show you nine things that are horrific and one human interest story. <laughs> nine <laughs> things that are horrific, one human interest story. Nine things. Yeah. Um, it's so true. And it it also is like, good God, you copywriters must be, I don't know. Are you guys falling into two camps between, <laughs> told you so look at this and and like the weaker minded amongst you just oh, shitting man. yourselves like oh, what's man. happening in your world with this it's a
1: five-way split way split. when we were on my podcast i told you i always look at things in in terms of five i never looked at them in terms of three and right. for the people that don't know this everyone forgets death is an option that's why i'm like it's number five you always got yeah death. <laughs> <laughs> see i <I'm> have four <laughs> options and death so half of them, like quite a lot of copyrights, like, haha, I told you so other yeah. ones are freaking out. Other ones are like, it's really weird, because there's infighting. Yeah, and it's uh, half of them are kind of, like, you'll have one side going, I told you, look, the media, all this, that, the other it's right. crazy. And then you have the other side going holy crap, we're running for our lives. And then you have this third side that kind of sits in the middle and goes, you're both full of crap because mm-hmm. you don't know what you're talking about. You're fear-mongering and you are shitting yourself far too much. Mm-hmm. And then there's this fourth one that is like, again, in the middle, that's arguing with everyone. So you mm-hmm. have one that gets on, one that's like, I told you so. The other one's like scared shitless. And the last one's kind of like, I'm just trolling. The one that's getting shit done is basically the third one. He's like, you do whatever you want to do. I got shit to do. So from the copywriting in the copywriting world, from that perspective, now is probably the best time ever to be in business, mm-hmm. because everyone—and I mean literally everyone, myself included—when this first happened, when we went into lockdown in the West and like went into like basic global lockdown, yeah, it was like a deer in headlights, and someone had just pantsed you.
0: At the same time, yeah. Yeah.
1: Like yeah. there was a deer head, like you were a half human, half deer at high school. It was a deer <laughs> in headlights and they pants you. That's the ridiculousness of this analogy. Yeah. And the crazy thing is if you just stopped, because people are still stuck in that gaze right now. I'm like, if you mm-hmm. stop, breathe, and go, the rest of my competition is stuck. There's no one on the goddamn highway. Right.
0: Yeah. Run. Yeah. <laughs> like yeah. run as
1: fast as you can. Because when those when everyone starts catching back up again. How you end up now will affect you massively. Like, yeah, you'll either end up worse with all your clients going to someone like me and Manny, or you'll end up with clients at our level and have me and Manny as your clients. Who knows? Yeah, yeah. There.
0: It's a really. I'm so sick of even hearing myself say this, but I think it's it's legitimately an unprecedented time. But not just in the media behavior, not no. just in the actual virus, not just yes. in all the information that's emerging that second guesses the narrative, right? It's also the opportunity well, part.
1: Yeah, I would say when you use the word unprecedented, I want to defend that because I saw a post earlier by another copywriter going, I really hate the people saying unprecedented times. I've yeah. never had a little time like this. We were in this together. I agree with you. But if you really look at the word unprecedented, and this is why when you say it's different as, like when we say it's completely different to how other people say it. Mm-hmm. We mean by the literal meaning, unprecedented. Yeah. This has never happened on such a wide scale of right. different areas because right. it's hitting you spiritually, religiously, if you're religious, mm-hmm. economically, familiarly, relationships, health, mental. You name an area of your life that isn't affected, and I will call bullshit. This has yeah. affected you in some way, even if it's positive, it's affected yeah. you like you got closer with someone. Cool. Yeah. It's gonna affect you. This is the first yeah. time it's happened.
0: Yeah, absolutely. Um, and what I think maybe is so I just I just interviewed a, a mentor of mine yesterday and I thought we'd be talking about personal branding because that's sort of ostensibly his area of genius, his area of expertise. Cool. What we Don't wound we know up who it is, is it it's smart? Mark Lack.
1: Ooh, nice. That's yeah.
0: Awesome. He he just God, the guy's like a flamethrower. You want mm-hmm. to talk about spitting fire? That guy's like oh, a Oh, that guy dropped thrower. the bomb. Yeah,
1: he does, man. He makes and, me look like I don't do anything. I'm like a kindergarten. And he's kindergarten.
0: young, too. <laughs> he's, you can't call him a kid because in, in so many areas that are, I'm interested in, he's so much smarter than I am. Wait, so it's stupid. He's, he's 30.
1: Oh, God. Okay, yeah. yeah. So you got young guns on your tail right now. Cause yeah, yeah. well,
0: that's why he's my mentor. You know, it's like, <laughs> <it's> like, <laughs> that's the guy you want on your side. Not racing next to you.
1: Anyhow. So he's the um, fellow lion then. He's the yeah, third yeah. lion in the room.
0: We were talking and the conversation just steered naturally to his mindset stuff. You know, and and I think that, that that's a really important thing to look at right now. You know, it's time to go back to Viktor Frankl. It's time to go back to Anne Frank. It's time to go back to these people who who just went through things that we won't go through anything that bad in our lives, that hard, right? Yeah. Even this will not be anything like persecution for an undisclosed amount of time while trapped in a concentration camp. It won't be that bad.
1: Unless you're and, in China, but that's yeah. – we're <laughs> talking Just about the West. I've, yeah. I've got to put that in there because there is there is some shit that went down in China. I was like, ah, mm-hmm. that, that, that's caught my attention now.
0: So, so, yeah. But my point, though, is that there is no external circumstance that can overpower your internal ability to choose your responses unless that's the response you choose. Agreed. Right. That's my point. And so I, I guess I want to talk a little bit then about um, how do we how do we hold on to the wheel right now?
1: Yeah. How do you know we not what? let go? I want to give a bit of a silly answer to start with. Sure. Of course. Let's the silly answer is get baked. Get rid of it. Yeah. Get baked. It's going to help. <laughs> it helps a lot. Governments around the world legalize weed. hmm. Here's I mean, it, it did wonders for dave chappelle it did wonders for dave chappelle yeah it did wonders for me it did wonders yeah. for pretty much but here's the thing legalize because it did wonders for california and colorado state taxes you want to get the economy started again Legalize mm-hmm. weed the uk is the biggest pot grower and pot farmer in the world like we have one of the biggest grow houses in the world like that is our mean export a lot of people don't know this the uk exports more cannabis than mo- than any other country as far as far as i'm aware as and it's illegal here <laughs> think about the ridiculousness to that statement yeah, you want everyone to mellow out and stay at home and eat cookies and chill give them weed everyone yeah. be happy but the thing is outside of the jokey part the way that you hold on you but uh, maybe weed does help that could be therapy for you But my whole thing is as you know if you're going to use any kind of narcotic whether it's oh i didn't say narcotic but anything medicinal like weed yeah. mushrooms stuff like that
0: mm-hmm.
1: use it for health don't use it for like i'm trying to escape because if escape you're trying busy. to escape yeah, yeah that's that means you're abusing you're, you're abusing medicine. It's, to me, it's no it's on par with abusing oxytocin oxy- if right. you were using it for that level. So do the therapy work underneath, build yourself back up. But that kind of plays into the handle. I'm going to say how you actually keep your hand on the wheel. You brought up Rick, Victor Frankl, great book, uh, "Man Search Your Meaning."
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Another one I'd say is start getting back. And we live in an unprecedented time. I, you said that by I meaning in a different way. We have access to more information than any other time than ever before, Correct. and we can. keep in touch with people across the world yeah like you're in california i'm in the uk Mm -hmm. we are like miles of we're a continent and an ocean we're a continent and an ocean apart (laughs) yeah yeah we we literally can have this discussion and the crazy thing about it is go back to the classics don't get me wrong i love me some new people i love i love eric thomas i think he's a badass i love the way he Mm -hmm. pumps me up i love david goggins i love jocko Wilner. Hell, I love Joe Rogan, but Joe Rogan's mm-hmm. kind of like a weird Joe is kind of a mix between the new school thinking and the old school thinking I prefer. And the old school yeah. thing, the old school thing I prefer is like go back and listen to Wallace D. Waddles. Yeah. Right? Science of uh science of health, yeah. science of success, science of riches. Yeah. Um go back and like listen to Earl Nightingale's uh Strangest Secret. Or my favorite one, the, man. That that was my, my literal introduction to personal development. Same. It was yeah. my thing. And by the way, if you guys are struggling like me, I cannot read Think and Grow Rich. Like I have tried for years. It is a book that literally kicks my ass every time. So what Mm -hmm. did I find as a workaround? I got the audio book. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Get the audio book, read along. At the end of the day, now is your time. And this is really how you keep a handle on it. Um, Have you ever heard the old saying that like, not even an old saying, but like, it is an old thing whatever you focus on, you will go toward, like you yeah. will, you will basically be magnetically attracted to yeah. So if you're focused on driving down a highway, Tony Robbins says all the time, you're driving down a highway in a Porsche, you see the one lamp, uh, the one like lamp post or something like that, like that. And you're like, I don't want to crash into it. You just magically hit that one thing that's miles <laughs> right. apart from everything else. Yeah. How yeah. the hell do you do that? Well, the simple reason is the same thing here. They say, if you want to avoid seasickness, if you're on a, on a boat, keep your eye on the horizon, not on the bobbing and weaving. Right. Right, that, that the bobbing that'll basically help you like keep a calm mind. The same thing that happens here, we're kind of flying off the handle. We got to keep one hand on like ship deck on the wheel. Mm-hmm. How you do that is you set a heading and you say, Okay, I, everyone, when this thing went down in the UK, they're like, It's gonna be three weeks. And I said, It's gonna be 90 days. Yeah. So in my mind, I prepared for three months. Mm-hmm. So the way I set it out was like, Okay, I can't do the thing where I only have one thing to do over three months because that is too little of a task and I'll put it yeah. off. I need like 50 and then i'll get as much of that done as possible so i i recommend the same thing to my friends uh and it doesn't have to be business for one of my friends he's learning french right now yeah and he's become quite fluent in french another one i'm teaching him swahili because i speak swahili so i'm teaching him swahili in exchange of learning portuguese Hmm. my portuguese is terrible because i've been focused on writing so that's a whole different thing but the way that you keep a handle on it is set yourself one big ass goal and then break it up into 10 or 12 little steps. Right. And then just keep working towards it because the whole thing is, and this is uh, a fascinating thing I found out since the last time we spoke. Do you know what 1% of your day is like as a numerical value in time? No. 14 minutes. Okay. I challenge anyone on this time, not be able to find 15 minutes or 14 minutes, 1% of your day. To find time to work towards that goal that you want. Sure. Could yeah. it be like reading a book that you've been putting off or writing a mm-hmm. book that you've been putting off? And you're mm-hmm. like, I can't do much in 15 minutes. Hey, it doesn't matter. If all you got written down in 15 minutes was the title or the chapter heading and like mm-hmm. three words, that's success. It's 1% every day. Right. Yeah.
0: Yeah. I think that uh, for most people, this certainly is the case with me, it's not the time to be looking at the big picture. Mm-hmm. I mean, maybe, maybe. first of all, anything you and I are talking about here has, has built into it uh, a prereq that you have the ability to to look at your thinking, to monitor your own thinking. Now, I know that we're the only species, as far as we can tell, that's been given that ability. And yet so many of us you know, like, it, it's really interesting dealing with, like, teenagers, right? And you try to tell them, you try to share this idea with them, and they, it's, it's, it's a different language. They, they can't even believe the concept that what they feel in the moment isn't... The- hey, Manny here. I wanted to talk to you a little bit about the importance of growing your own personal brand and your own audience. In this day and age, if you do business on social media or on the Internet in general, you need to be focused on your personal brand and your personal brand is a function of what people say think and feel about you behind your back and that's where we can come in and help you tremendously so I'd like to invite you to go over to my website MannyWolf.com, where you can either schedule a call with me or my team or you can learn about the ways that we can help you to grow your audience powerfully and quickly In this day and age, content is absolutely king. And if you don't have a content strategy, you can't expect big results. And what we do is we help you with powerful, powerful content strategies. In short, we can put you everywhere all the time without you doing hardly any work. Sounds kind of cool, right? If you'd like to learn more, head over to mannywolf.com and either book a call or look into one of the ways that we have already prepared to help you rapidly grow your audience grow your trust your authority your personal brand and of course through all of those things grow your business all right now back to the show
1: the ultimate reality right right and so strange when you look at it with kids when they were kids they couldn't they couldn't like reality was whatever was every second. yeah
0: right 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 but you but never as soon as, dwell
1: forever but as soon as you turn as a teenager it's forever yeah. that depth perception switches on you
0: yeah it totally does and so so like for a lot of people you have to switch it back you got to get to that point where it's like uh one of my friends and mentors uh peter voog you know, he talks about doing things because you because you want to do them, not because you feel like doing them. In other words, he's he's very much in the school of real successful people don't look at their schedule and go, well, I want to do this or I don't want to do it. They do it because they said they do it. And this is the time for that, right? This is the time to... Uh, sort of really master your ability to guide your thinking. If we stay too much in the big picture, I think we wind up on Facebook, right? And we wind up in these arguments and this 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 sort of controversy, or we wind up reading news outlets and YouTube and, and the controversy. Um it, sure. it's time to get it's time to get sort of back down inside ourselves, I think, where we yeah. say, okay, I can control my thinking. I have that power. And even if I have to go back and do it, when I was getting sober, the first few months were like, you want me to stay sober a day at a time? Like, how about five minutes? You know? And so that's what it was for me. My sponsor said, look, if you got to do it one breath at a time, you man the fuck up and you do it one breath at a time. You know, that's what you do.
1: (laughs) <laughs> and i want to like i want to jump on this for a second because yeah. so many i i feel like you you just said something that i know some assholes gonna get triggered by man up doesn't mean like you're being mad it just means step the fuck up and be true to your word okay that's i don't right, want this right. bullshit coming up and like up. oh man he said man up. <laughs> fuck you that's my response to you go fuck yourself if you got a problem with me you know where i'm at that's basically it yeah because like I, sorry i got a real thing where people like George Colin is going to get brought up along a lot in this because
0: yeah, a lot of people
1: well, a lot of people don't know this, but I was a comic for a while. And I still technically am. Colin was one of my biggest influences, and one of the things that he said and it rings so true to me is soft people. Yeah, soft people use soft language, and that's how you end up like soft people with soft names use soft language. Yeah, and it's so true. Like, uh, and the meaning of names, by the way are so prevalent because I said, I was talking to a friend about this. I cannot, I cannot in my life not be kind and just. It is mm-hmm. absolutely painful for me to be the other way.
0: Yeah.
1: And the reason is my name literally translates to kind and just
0: mm-hmm.
1: like if, if there is ever an example of that, I know with you, there's bravery and there's a lot of stuff that goes on with the word manual or manny that basically you will live to. But here's the crazy thing. Soft words actually will very. It's uh, if you guys want to read a really good book on this, two really good books, Look up double speak by William by Frank Luntz or William Luntz. One of those two, and the other one said what words uh, what words mean or what words say or something like that. You can. It's Frank and William Luntz. They're two different books, not related, but those books go into exactly how people use covert language to change your opinion of what you do. Yeah. So as you said mm-hmm. earlier, we're trying to keep like what was the whole thing? Uh, what's the thing they've been saying in the media that's huge? You need to stay home unless it's Mm -hmm. absolutely essential for you to go out. right? Now, here's the real irony in that sentence. It is absolutely essential for you to go out because you need fresh air, you need the sun, you need to be around humans because you're Mm -hmm. a social creature. Why do you think divorce rates have gone up? Domestic abuse has gone up the way it has. Unsadness, depression, you're not outside. You need to be in the wild, you need to be in nature because that is where your happiness is. Yeah. And if, if and I'm not going into a conspiracy here but if you want to control a nation if you want to control the people and you got everyone indoors during a virus and a pandemic which will actually make all of us sit down and shut up it will just happen. But at the end of the day if you don't if you don't do it for you and know that you can go back outside mm-hmm. then there's a problem and the perfect example I know I'm ranting for a second but this is a perfect example. I'm going to ask you this and I want and I'm curious on your honest answer but also on what you've seen When you go to the grocery store and you know how we have the huge lines now everywhere where you have to be like a couple of meters apart. Yeah. What, okay. What are you like in those lines? That's one. And two, Mm -hmm. what do you observe with the people around you?
0: So what I value even more now is, is being sort of like, um, like like a physical embodiment of not being afraid of this moment, you know a physical embodiment of like um happiness, like I'm okay, you know and 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 i I think in in a way, I'm hoping that people will see it, feel it, and then kind of be like, oh okay, like it's like a frequency attenuator,
1: yep, yeah, okay. You know? So I'm glad you said that because I'm guessing what you've observed... Actually, what have you observed from others around you when you're on that line, though?
0: So here's the thing. It's, that's a good question, especially because we have a potential reach of a global audience here. Yep. I'm in Northern California. I'm about 40 miles from Sacramento, which would be the closest like urban center. Uh, I'm not exactly sure what's happening in Sacramento, but I will say this. I know that the UC Davis Med Center is furloughing workers. Like they're shutting down whole floors of operation and sending people home. So the national narrative and the global narrative about hospitals being overrun and, and stressed to their limits, while it may be true in some places, 40 miles down the road for me, it ain't the case. None of the urgent cares around me are, I mean, they're literally sending us emails saying, hey, we're open, by the way. I'm not making this up. This is legitimate.
1: I so go.
0: Yeah. So, so what I'm seeing around me in, and and I wanted to say those things to qualify and to caveat that, that my little quiet foothills suburb here may not be representative. I'm not sure. But what I'm seeing mostly is, you know, there's a little bit of you keeping your distance. People are walking around each other like this. Uh, There's, there's masks not everyone but you know 50% of people have masks on mm-hmm. and i do live very close to a uh, one of those affluent uh, senior citizen communities so we've got that <laughs> you know, that's a whole
1: other reality that is a whole other reality yeah. they don't give a fuck
0: yeah and so so what i'm seeing is there's cautious there's, there's caution trepidation but it doesn't match the overall narrative that's what i'm seeing
1: see I I would agree with you because my neighbors are paramedics mm-hmm. and while they are going to work and stuff like that in London obviously it's busy but I know people in other areas where it's not that busy. It's like quiet. right it's really really weird like in certain areas it's busy other areas it's not right now, now here's what I've been doing so my only difference is I don't go to the shop as often because um, mm-hmm. I don't want to wait in line for that long and also mm-hmm. I really don't want to wait in line for that long if I want like some snacks yeah let's be honest i'd rather basically go buy a lot come home and just basically be okay Mm -hmm. here's where it gets really interesting though and this is a very weird observation i made because your observation was more of a for me it's more like a widespread kind of what you see yeah for me the line at the grocery store tells me everything right and that is i am the only one similar to you i'm a frequency attuner in that line Mm -hmm. because i have my noise canceling headphones in I'm blaring music and I'm dancing my ass off on the spot Mm -hmm. because I don't want to be doom and gloom. I don't know what I'm doing with my life. I miss the party dude. Because for me, when I'm in that line, what that says to me is I don't have to worry about going to work right now. I don't have to worry about that sales that needs Mm -hmm. to be written. I don't have to like, think about that consultation. I've given myself an hour and a half, like 90 minutes to go to the store and get what I need. If I come home sooner than this, Excellent. I have 45 minutes of what i like to call meditative, relaxing time. Mm-hmm. So either I'm in my meditating, listening to an audiobook, or I'm dancing my ass off the truth. Yeah. Is, so the reason I do this is because I want to preserve some level of normality of yeah. my mind because Ellen yeah. Nightingale said this best. Your best friend could be pouring you a coffee and, and he could accidentally pour strychnine into your coffee by accident. You drink that once you're dead. The back door of your brain needs to be the same. You have to be so vigilant about what goes into the brain because it's like your coffee. If anything enters it, you die. Yeah, It's like mind viruses are a thing. Mm -hmm. So for me, it's a case of how do I protect mine? headphones in? Listen to music. Have a conversation with a clerk behind the counter. I don't want to hear, oh, yeah, it's really depressing today. What I want to ask is how's your day going? yeah and i have like so much enthusiasm about it. like oh you know it's good but you know everything as it is like yeah i know well, what are you doing today They're like oh, i'm going home at this point what's the fun thing you're going to do when you get home tonight i always ask what's something fun you want to do tonight because i want to change the mood back into positive yeah because the person the next coming that comes next in line to me that might rub off and start a chain reaction of like let's give a little normality around some kindness sure. sure yeah absolutely um And I I think that's important,
0: you know, always, I was going to sort of get a little self-righteous there and say, I think that's important right now, but I think it's always important, you know, it's, this is maybe a time, this is a time in the world where how we show up is magnified, but the fundamental lesson about paying attention to how you show up is, is uh, no, you know, it's, it's, if anything, it's, it's, Made more important, don't you think? Yeah.
1: Agreed. Yeah. I would agree entirely. Yeah. And so it's, it's funny because it actually comes back to our good friend Frank Zappa. Mm-hmm. Of all things, just get that yeah. mind flowing, Perfect. get it open again.
0: <laughs> so, how does Frank play into that? Well, Frank
1: is, well, he was always kind of counterculture, wasn't he? Uh, quite a bit, yes. Yeah, just a yeah. little bit. But Frank believed, like, don't get me wrong. I'm not saying, for me, I don't agree with everything Frank said. That's just me. But like, Mm -hmm. I agree that you need to have an open mind. You need to explore. You need to not, as he, as he, uh, as I'm so terribly paraphrasing, become a cog in the military industrial complex and 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 another gear in the media machine. Yeah. you don't want that <laughs> no That's you don't like, you don't want to be that but at the same time as someone that works in that world as a copywriter as a consultant as yourself as someone that basically teaches people to be in stage in front of crowds
0: mm-hmm.
1: now is the time to actually use this medium because the media is no longer just tv the media is the internet it's zoom right. it's right. podcasts it's video casts it's everything yeah it's now your time, as we said earlier, to start running and use this thing to your advantage. Yeah.
0: Let's talk a little bit about that now. Yeah. Um, for sure. In your experience, has the playing field really emptied that much of so called competition? No,
1: it's changed. Okay. It's changed. What you have now is you have a very clear Moses moment and mm. what i mean by that is you have all the shitty people coming to the front you have all the best people coming up to the front mm. and now the sea is parting because you as a consumer can start seeing who's really real and who really isn't mm. you like so from a copywriter's perspective i used to have this thing um and you and i discussed this where i always felt like i was never good enough to put myself out there right and the uh i would shy who would listen to me and then i had this weird egoic internal insecurity um i say like i've gotten over it i am getting over it. it's taking its time where i would sit there and compare myself to people and be like why is that guy deserving to be number one and i'm not i'm better than them i taught them i'm better whatever right so all this stuff came up in the moments i've had since lockdown and quarantine a lot of self-reflection a lot of going internal into my own self and my mind And the truth that I've actually come out with on the other side that is far more compelling and far more palatable for someone like me is actually to look at it and go, I'm not better than that person. But realistically, what's happening is I'm far more comfortable in who I am and Mm -hmm. who you are as a comfortability becomes truth. And that's what people tend to follow. Yeah, They follow who you are, not this weird portrayal of fakeness that you actually show outside. And for me, by the way, and I say this as someone I want to quantify and clarify, I don't mean fakeness in the sense of look at how great I am. It could also be you saying, look at how great I'm not. Mm -hmm. That false moderate, uh, you know, you're being modest for being modesty, for modesty's sake, isn't helping anyone, especially when it's a case of putting yourself down. If you were truly modest, you'd be like, Mm -hmm. I'm actually very good at my job, but there are like six other people who are just as good at this as I am, but here's the six reasons to go with me. Yeah
0: um what i'm taking from this that i'm really enjoying is um this so everything seems to be about what this moment in time can be we know what it is according to fear and according to the media and according to the cdc and the who and blah 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 blah. blah. and the, 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 the 5g wuhan bats and uh, you know, we like
1: we let's stop for a second. Say the 5G Wuhan bats sounds like a the greatest like hockey team ever, yeah. and B also a really cool knockoff Wu Tang Clan. I'm not going. Yeah,
0: lie yeah, it. yeah. Wu Tang bats, Wuhan bats. Yeah. I thought it. I thought it sounded like it could be a punk rock. That a too, punk rock band. Yeah, yeah
1: but I so it's so diverse. It could be literally. Uh, what was it? Wu Tang Clan decides to join with like a heavy metal band. They the yes. basically there we go. Yes. <laughs> I'm there. I'm there for that show. By the way, Same um, all, we'll be partying together.
0: Nothing exists without its polarity, without its duality, without its opposite balance. Yeah. In a nutshell, if you can do that, what do you see? Because the the focus is all on the the the, the bad shit that's happening. But let's face it, there is a massive spike in the collective consciousness right now. I mean, like, ground-shakingly big. What do you see there? Like, where do you see that going? What do you see as some of the widespread potential positive upsides of this this thing?
1: I'm going to preface this. It's (laughs) going to go a little bit negative to start with. We are going to face a lot of challenges. Of course. There's going to be a lot of shit that's going to make a lot of us quit. Mm -hmm. And unfortunately, we're going to lose a couple of you along the way. I'm willing to make that sacrifice. I'm kidding. I'm not willing to make that <laughs> sacrifice. I'm, I'm teasing because there was a lady in Vegas. I think the mayor of Vegas, she said that she won't sacrifice people. That's right. To
0: yeah, she was <laughs> willing to let her population test the herd immunity
1: thing. Yeah. Yeah. Anyway, what I'm going to say is we're going to go through some tough times. We've already yep. lost some great people. I've lost some close friends, um, not to Corona, but to other things during this time. And I know some people that have lost some people. Here's Other thing, things though. that have been medically
0: attributed to Corona.
1: Yeah. But they Like won. the guy who got
0: assassinated, the person who
1: overate. <laughs> I'm kidding. and kind of patient, patient, the guy who fell down a well. Yeah, you know, exactly. of that too as well. Um, Clearly it, coronavirus related. Yeah, if it's that, the reporting numbers, which again in its own right is like you can go down that rabbit hole very yeah. quickly. But what I'm getting at and what I want to touch upon is it's like a archer. It is always like an archer. Think of a bow. The further back you draw that bow, the further back we go in terms of we're thinking the world is ending and everything mm-hmm. kind of going horribly. Mm-hmm. if this is when we release, we're going to end up in this basic, uh, we're going to end up in the equal parts opposite side of it. So if it right. is the worst it could be, we're going to end up with an amazing time. And I don't think this is the worst it could be personally. Like right now, we're, right now, uh, okay, what's the worst case scenario? And let's really be realistic this for a second. Mm-hmm. People lose their jobs, so they have to become more entrepreneurial and more creatively thinking. Mm-hmm. Okay. We have shifted so much from the logical side of thinking to the creative side. Of, uh, there are more creative geniuses in the world today than there has ever been in any time of history. Mm-hmm. Uh, recorded history, should I say. Um, ever since, like, uh, so if you look at the term genius, when I was growing up, at least, and I'm definitely sure during when you were growing up, it was always seen as an egg-headed science dude, a math dude that was like yeah, right, calculus and all this, that the other. Whereas today, I, I don't want to, I'm not bragging, but I actually am a genius in terms of Mensa, um, but I am no way inclined to that kind of stuff. I like reading about that stuff, but my genius is more to do with art and poetry and writing. Sure. Just like, you know, your genius is to do with like psychology, how people think, uh, mm-hmm. understanding. There's so many things that we do, that like understanding complex situations and simplifying them for others. That is what true genius is. So we have that more in in abundance today. Yeah. So, what I'm saying is, we're going to let go of a lot of the shackles that held us back. Yeah. But we're going to be far more free. As you said, the spike in the collective consciousness has never been like this because today, no. not since, and I wasn't in New York for 9 11. I mean, mm-hmm. for the love of goodness, if I was in New York during 9 11, um, just as someone that was there, I would not want it to be because skin tone clearly. Because skin <laughs> right? Yeah. Let's just be realistic. Yeah. Um, but after that, the fallout from that has been crazy. But during that first couple of weeks, there was like a somberness from what everyone was telling me. It was a somber quietness of unity in New York. Yeah, and 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 all across
0: the U.S. Yeah.
1: It was all all across the 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 U.S. US. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah, you were nice to your neighbors. So now we've got a pandemic. Dude, I've had one bad incident. Yeah. One bad incident. And there was this lady who, in all fairness, it was my fault because I was cutting through. I was rushing around. I tried to get some charcoal and I was like, crap, it's over there. So I thought like I could cut around and quickly grab it. She was like, no, 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 go around. So I ran around. And I was like, it's close to that lady's foot. So I ran back around. I was like, hey, do you guys mind just grabbing the charcoal, kick it over to me? I'll pick it up with my hands. Right. They're like, no, move to side and let me pick it up. I was like, it's a little bit of a shitty thing to do. But at the same time, I, I see where you're coming from. You want to protect yourself, so that's fine. Sure. But that level of compassion never like it existed. And I'm guilty of it. You cuts someone cuts you up on the road. You're gonna be like effing and blind at them. Yeah. Now yeah. someone cuts you up on the road. You f and blind, then you'd be like, maybe that person's rushing back because you know you got to get medicine. Because, to someone. Yeah. Or maybe this is a situation you yeah. become far more compassionate of what's going on, uh, mm-hmm. other people around you. So to answer your question, yeah, we are in line for what I see coming is the biggest explosion of the entrepreneurial boom. One, yeah. two, yeah. a level of conscious. Um, a conscious a unity yeah. is the word i was gonna say it's a conscious collective but it's a unity it's really like we all really become one um we're there for one another but the last thing i see coming and it's one of the things that very few people um, sorry a lot of people think about but they don't really see in the way i say the fight against good and evil is actually going to be settled a little bit more clearly this time interesting like a lot of the horrors that were being exposed before this thing kicked off. I'm talking about the Epstein case, the yeah. whole other stuff that's coming up. Right. All that will start to be exposed far more deeply. Like this thing is taking our mind right now, but I guarantee you, while this is all drawing back, the moment it starts coming back the other way, all this shit's gonna get revealed. And it's gonna actually help us heal. Not just ourselves as people, but heal the planet, like heal the people that have been hurt. Because let's be honest, hurt people really do hurt others. They they don't know how to interact. It's like a caged caged animal. It's more scared of you than you are of it wants to attack you.
0: I remember listening to uh, Elon Musk on the Joe Rogan show. Great episode. Um,
1: (sighs) (laughs) He did not get high. He did not get high. Okay, I'm going to say that he did not inhale.
0: I, and, and you know, I don't care one way or the other, but,
1: <laughs> Neither do I, but, but
0: he funny. made a profoundly obvious point about, and it was a tangent they were on, but about people, right? People always distribute across bell curves, no matter what you're checking them for, yeah. no matter what it is you're trying to ascertain someone's level of, or degree of, or, or how many are this way and that way it always distribute that's why the bell curve is such a, a wonderful thing and it's so uh enduring and prolific and so here's the thing what i i guess i want to i want to sort of send this as a sort of data based reality based wake up to people who are in fear right now yeah i get it if you're in fear i do it, it's crazy it's uh, it's unprecedented as me and, and adil like to keep saying but here's the thing for every Epstein, there's a saint, mm-hmm. and you have to remember that, yep. right? It, it's like, like Elon Musk and Joe Rogan were talking, and the conversation took them to the, you know, like like the the theorizing of how many like truly evil people there might be in the world, and and Elon Musk was saying, let's say there are, you know, at the very very tip of the of the bell curve distribution, there's like three thousand just soul black evil people. Well, on the other side there are 3000 people who radiate just a, an irresistible white light. Yep. Right? And so it's really important to 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 have some sort of like rational construct to hold on to to help you through these times. Yep. And so what that means is that we can't ever hope to have big steps forward, which, by the way, if you measure history, every single noteworthy sort of, uh, of degree of measurement shows that quality of life and human experience is moving upward, it's getting better, and it's uh, it's moving toward real democracy. Somebody's going to talk about China here, somebody's going to talk about Iran. I know these things, but it, but overall, the trend is that we move toward togetherness, interdependency, not, not United States democracy, but real democracy. Yeah. And we move toward personal empowerment. We move toward these meaningful altruistic ideas. Compare us now to, say, the 1400s, when the best you could hope for was to have a good surf lord. You know, I mean, it's like, that was it.
1: yeah. or, or that you would be like lucky enough that there was enough food on land. Right. Yeah. Yeah.
0: Yeah. The, what, so does humanity need corrections? Yes, of course. But those corrections always inevitably it, it's yeah. like the it's like the little graph of the stock market over over 100 years. Right. It goes like this, but it's always going up. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and so one of the things that I learned in sobriety that applies at a meta level now was if you feel like you want to get high, just think it through to the end.
1: Yeah.
0: Just try to think about one time you got high that it didn't end up dot, 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 you know, hungover, having, having caused relationship issues, whatever, you know. And then just think it through to the end. And so when I think about all of this that way, I can't in good conscience really say that suddenly we're plummeting off a cliff yep. when all the recorded human history shows that it's been challenge after challenge after challenge after challenge after challenge that we have then come through better, that we have come out the other side of with a higher level of
1: collective awareness. Agreed. Like we've so, always come out on top.
0: Yeah. So does this right now suck in a way yeah it totally does and and it's hard and and that's look it is what it is right is this the end in some way or another i just don't i, I can't get there no you know it no. might be the end of uh, a certain level of collective ego do you know what i mean it might mm-hmm. be the end of a certain level of collective thought that keeps us as a global community at a certain place
1: yeah it might be the I, end of I, I those agree. things yeah i i believe okay so i believe it's uh when people think something is the end of something always remember that it's the beginning of something else yeah exactly exactly yeah. and always there was that iteration it is the beginning of something better mm-hmm. and that is again that what you make as a point is so valid yeah like think about it this way someone uh, i joked about this um because, again, you know me, I, I, I have this weird thing where sometimes I don't talk about things online as much. But right now I'm getting more comfortable with what I'm talking about right now. But I made this joke about, like, what my first day in heaven would be like.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: So my first day in heaven is that basically a lot of people kind of go skydiving. Some people want to do some other stuff. They want to go meet family. My first day in heaven is I want to go look at all the conspiracies from like the start of the beginning of Time all the way at the end. I, I want to know. I've waited <laughs> yeah, my entire life. Now, right, I want right. to be thrown off by some things like you go like JFK really did happen by the government. That was planned. Yeah. You know, um, this really went down. And then I want to be surprised by things like 9-11 really wasn't an inside job. It just turned out it was some right. crazy people. Yeah. Like I want something to be so contrary to the belief just because it would be funny as fuck to me. Yeah. But here's the thing it's kind of like one of the further down jokes I have about like being in heaven is I would love as a graph to go from like the beginning of my ancestry to the end of my ancestry and see where I match. And then I want them so like how a wild cat would look at my pet cats and be like, how the hell did I end up as you? Like, I'm serious. How did this happen? <laughs> yeah, I that's... want to see the guy that is going to do that to me and be like, well, how did this happen? Like, how is he me? Yeah. But the reason is because I want that to happen. So they themselves in that reality, I, I don't want to wait all the way till the time I died to see this, but there's that appreciation in life is that my ancestors, if they saw the way that we were living today, they would lose their shit. Yeah. They're like, wait, yeah. you have food whenever you want. You can turn a tap right. and water yeah. comes out. Yeah, exactly. Like, oh my God. What are you wearing? That keeps you warm. How yeah. is that a thing that keeps you warm? Right. Yeah. Yeah. So,
0: uh, the head <laughs> there, there, there's such a there's such a, a broader perspective to be yeah, taken entirely. well once again man, uh, we find ourselves... Knowing we could go on for hours and hours this, more. This is,
1: this is the danger of us. We still got a second round to do on my still show. still got like, a second so. round to do on your show as well. Yeah, yeah <laughs> like right. I haven't released the first one because I'm like, I <laughs> right. need to release them both. Yeah. yeah. That show's going to so- top out like two hours, by the way. <laughs> 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 two, three hours of like talking to Manny. I'm happy with it.
0: Yeah. We'll set that up too. In the meantime, I'm going to break here and say just thank you so much for your time, Adele. Always, always a pleasure talking to you. And, uh, and and getting a new perspective on whatever Likewise. it is we wind up talking about.
1: Likewise. It's been a pleasure. And as I said, I'm it, after all this is done, I really want us to hang out in person. Um, Definitely. Because yeah. I, I, I don't think a couple of hours on a call is going to be enough. I think it's going to be a couple of days in person just hanging. Definitely, man. Looking forward to that. Likewise. All right, my friend. Thanks for having me, guys. Take care. And I hope this has been massively helpful.
0: Thanks for tuning in to this episode of the Manny Wolf Show. If you know someone that you'd love to have me interview, please go to my website at MannyWolf.com. That's M-A-N-N-Y-W-O-L-F-E.com and submit them as a potential guest. We love to bring guests on that our audience wants to hear from. So please help us to find the best guests for you by going to MannyWolf.com and submitting anyone that you have in mind to be a great guest, including yourself. And if you'd like to know more about me and what I do, please come over to Facebook and join my group, simply called the Manny Wolf Group. If you'd like to get more into my world where we have all kinds of tips, trainings, valuable stuff for you to help you get better at growing your brand and your audience, please come and join the Manny Wolf Group on Facebook. Until our next episode, I'll see you.